Good evening, welcome to Who Corner to Corner. My name is Jeff and tonight I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Paul. Me. Me. That's, uh, that, that is the voice of youth. That is uh, Freya, who has joined us on a few other podcasts. We did invite Freya on originally because we thought it would be interesting to have uh, the voice of the new generation of Doctor Who fans uh, taking part in our podcast. What we failed to realise was how sarcastic and uh, and how cutting they were going to be. Well, but nonetheless, we can, we can deal with that. We're responsible adults most of the time. Some of it. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, yes. It is obviously a delight to have my daughter join us on this podcast. Yeah, that's what she's told you to say, isn't it? <laughs> So we're here tonight to talk about episode three of Flux, which is Once Upon Time. Oh my goodness. So last night, um, as anyone who uh, follows us might have known, I was not able to watch the episode uh, when it went out or, or even close to when it went out. Because I you were doing out. something else, weren't you, Jeff, yeah. basically? You, you, you'd already booked something else to do when Doctor Who was on. I mean, yeah. I, I, I changed all my plans once I realised... That there were certain clashes, I, I you know, cancelled a few things, shifted my diary around a bit just to make sure that I was free. You said you might miss the final on Sunday nights. Exactly, that's it. I thought I might miss the final. I had something booked on what I then realised was going to be the final episode date of the final episode of, of, of Flux Chapter Six. So I cancelled it completely just to make sure that I'm here. Yeah, see that. But you, but you went ahead, right? You just, yeah, you just uh, said, no, no, Doctor, my out of mind. I'd already yeah, paid for it. It was. I was taking my wife to it, and I thought I better not turn around and say I can't go now. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different thing. That is, mate. Yeah, don't don't mess there. So, um, I turned off the notifications on Twitter. Good job. Because I didn't want to see things popping up, and you texted me and you said, "Stay <gasps> off the internet. Seriously, yeah. don't go on it." You said <laughs> a few minutes later. So I thought, well, I'll switch off the um, notifications. Yeah. And then uh, I watched, I started watching the episode about 11 when I got home. Um, wow, that was late. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I kind of missed uh, uh, everything when it was happening, you know, when it was going out. But um, I think it's safe to say that it, mm. it was a bit of a mind blower, wasn't it? It was uh, it was definitely an interesting one. What what you neglected to tell our, our dear listeners there was that I texted you in capital letters yeah, yeah. to not under any circumstances look at the internet until you've watched the episode. Do not big letters, big bold capitals, and everything because uh, it, it it was it was astonishing. I mean, it was it wasn't it, Freya? Yeah. <laughs> She's just yawning. It's getting a bit late for her, to be honest. You know, these these, these kids these days, they don't have the stamina yeah, that, that we used to back, back in our day. <laughs> but it was it was something. I mean, it was full of... Uh, I, 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 do you know what? I, I don't even know where to start talking no. about this episode. I think maybe... Uh, I mean, start from the very beginning. Okay, do that. Yeah. Right, that's right. So it started with... Come on, Jeff. Pull it into some sort of focus for us, mate. It started with the resolution of the cliffhanger from last week, which was yes, it did. Swarm, uh, snap it, go into snap his fingers to uh, uh, channel all of the energy of time in, into Yaz and and uh, see if she could take it. When obviously she wouldn't be able to. Yes. So we started here with a a really slow motion um, sequence, kind yeah, of voiced by the Doctor 
showing sort of what her brain is working like all the time. Who's who's dangerous? Who's in trouble? How likely are my friends to die? Yeah, How do I get out? And, and all these things. So everything moving slow, but the thoughts racing at you know a million miles an hour. Um, and she she uh, jumped onto one of the the Maury, um the pedestals, yeah, yeah, to um, put herself into Yaz's position uh, instead and, and have all of the uh, time energy channeled into her. Um, which, which just that so that that moment there where everything's kind of slowed down. Mm. It, did, did that remind you of any any previous episode? When the doctors, uh, when we we're suddenly made privy to the doctor's thought processes, what about you, Frey? Remind you of anything? Do you not remember? There's a bit in eleventh hour, like it. There you go. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, when, when the camera. That was a whole sequence of still photos, wasn't it? It Take was. It, yeah, to, but it, was, to, it was the same kind of idea, though, wasn't it? You know, where we're suddenly yeah. taken into the doctor's head and realise how fast thought processes oh, go yeah. do you remember that yeah yeah, yeah. max yeah. smith when he's yeah, yeah. the 11th doctor when he's first yeah, yeah. there and he's in the park and he sees rory he sees the phone he sees the people in the phone box he sees lack of ducks on the pond and all sorts yeah. of other things all the stuff he's taking in, in in one go yeah the doctor jumps into the um onto the pedestals and chin and gets kind of all the energy of time going into it and then it, so it started out you know quite exciting and then it starts to go a bit bonkers after that doesn't it and she ends up sort of falling through the time energy um and uh is then greeted by the the maury what's that how you pronounce them i keep forgetting that. yeah maury 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 um and and they're giant three of them and they reminded me a bit of um like the watcher from what if on on the, you know the marvel show see now now you would say you you say the watcher because i think your your mental um space is predisposed towards Marvel um, yeah. quite significantly. I hope you don't mind me saying so. No, no. I, I think that's a fair, um, you know, fair um, assessment of your of, of your preferences, if you like. Whereas I thought, me um, personally, I thought Mentiads from the Pirate Planet. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. Mentiads. Honestly, Google them right now if you never have <laughs> seen Mentiads or Mentiads or whatever they are. Phrase googling right away. Doctor Who, the pirate, pirate planet, pirate planet, a pirate planet, a pirates. Ah, it's not quite like that. But anyway, there were these like dudes oh, yeah. in close to the AC. The fourteen-year-old's got it. She's got it right there. Mentiads, Mentiads. You know, they, they do look the same. They look very, very similar, which I thought was great. And then she says, like, and the doctor's like, "Oh, hello, super size, or something like that, isn't it?" Because yeah. they're yeah. massive. They're massive Maori Mentiad things. You know, creatures of intelligence. Yeah. So they they explain that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really know how to follow that. <laughs> I'm just messing. With you. Um, so they explain that she's now yes. um, sort of essentially it was the heart of all time, wasn't it? You know. Yeah, um, and this this is where it starts getting. Um, okay, so we well, have on here we have we we have quite a quite a complex. Um, it's sequence or it's no it's not a it's actually quite a straightforward sequence yeah. of events can i just ask but they're all kind of yeah go on did you find this episode confusing yes 
Freya did. Yeah, I, I didn't because I take yes, this kind of did. thing in my stride. I found I found it complex. I don't know about confusing. Yeah. I thought at the first the first five or ten minutes, like, well, okay, what's going on here then? This is all very strange. But it's like it's like again, it's like I'm sure I've used the the analogy before of like having a jigsaw box. It was a lot better because we watched it again like just now. Because <laughs> I was just like, I don't. Yeah, we can't. I need to watch it again. And then as we watched it again and we knew what stuff was going to happen later, it became easier to understand. Yeah, it wasn't confusing. It was complex. Like you say, Paul, there was a lot going on. It's nice Doctor to work Who. it out. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It, it is like having a puzzle box. It is like being... I'm, I'm going to return to my jigsaw analogy because I didn't get to finish it. But imagine you've got a jigsaw, right? And you're not even shown the cover on the box, right? And suddenly somebody throws a bunch of pieces at you. It's like that. It's just they're yeah. thrown. They're scattered. They're all over. Yeah. And you sort of pick them up. And the first few ones you pick up, you've no idea what 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 they represent, what they're yeah. a part of, where they go or anything. But you kind of tentatively place them. And then as it goes along, yeah. as you start to pull the pieces out, you start to see how they fit. Eventually, a picture forms. And yeah. then you and then you start to, to see. And so I think, oh, okay, so there's that bit there. There's this piece. Those two things connect. These three things now connect. And if I turn this bit on its on its head if i turn it sideways or full on that actually fits rather nicely into the middle bit there that, yeah. that that's how i sort of look at it and i think also because what we have is um is, is we have one two three four characters so we've got the doctor we've got yaz we've got vinda and we've got dan each of those people has now been placed vertically into their own time streams yeah so or into their own memory so but it's a mix of memories and and stuff that is actually happening with Yaz. Exactly. She had the future thing, didn't she? Because something is disrupting the time frame. But the way memory works, so so within those time streams, faces looked familiar. So people who weren't Dan and Yaz in the Doctor's uh, time stream looked like Dan Dan and Yaz. Yeah, yeah. But in some ways, this is how memory kind of plays tricks on our Mm. on our own minds. You know, when we think back and we think we, you know, when you can't remember faces clearly. You know, and, and it, you tend to sort of, or when you have dreams, even, and when yeah. you, you picture familiar faces in unfamiliar settings or, or whatever it be, you know, whatever way around it is, that, that kind of whole fragmentary recollective process, which, which ne- it is never consistent, no. you know, from one person to the next, from one memory to the next, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I, I thought it was great at kind of having a stab at, um, shown us what that process might look like yeah. with a pretty neat sci-fi Doctor Who kind of spin on it. I, yeah, I thought I thought it it was really good. And um, Matt Stevens talked. I saw a tweet from him. He, he's the exec with uh, Chibnall, and he was talking in DWM about it. And he said, you know, basically we haven't tried anything like this before. And and he was right. You know, and and you tweeted about it. After all these years, there's still things I they did. can do with the show to keep it fresh yeah, exactly. and, and i think the episode was not confusing it, there was a lot going on in it people are entitled to find it confusing because they they can it's not it is not a linear narrative it's not a it's not a a to b to c to no. d story told as a as an as in that linear fashion right it's a story it's 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 you can't even say in some ways that it is actually a story. Mm. It's for me, it reads like an, an, an episode of connective things. You know, it's, well, it's almost like connecting the cliffhanger yeah. from episode two to wherever we're going to pick up yeah. in episode four. Yeah, you, but within that, it's showing us a little bit about Dan. 
it's distressed the the um the relationship between the doctor and Yaz. Yeah. So that yeah. is not in such a happy place now. It's really stressed out the doctor because she's had glimpses of what happened when she was Dr. Ruth and yeah. she wants to know more and she can't because she's the Maori has stopped her. Exactly. Yeah. She's desperate. Wasn't she desperate in that that, yeah. Yeah, that really when she's literally that, begging yeah. them to go back and show her more stuff? That you know, in her voice, it's coming through. Yeah. You mm. can't do this to me. You know, tell me more. She's really in for it. And it, 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 it raises that's the word she said. Well done. That's why we have 14 year olds on the podcast. <laughs> you know, she just watched it. Yeah, I know, but like I said, memory works weirdly when you're older. But you know? I, I realize we watched it um today at half six to twenty seven, like it was on Sunday. Oh, uh, so we watched it exactly twenty four hours later. That's amazing. Your your jigsaw analogy is yeah. right because you, you can't really look at any of this. Um I just said I was right. You can't look at it in um, in in almost in individual episodes. I think that's why they've called it chapters because th- this is yeah. you know, it, its flux is six hours long. This isn't a season made up of six different episodes. It, it, it's all like you said, it's connective tissue. So if if you're watching it and you think, what's the guy in the tunnels in 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 Victorian Liverpool? What's he doing? Mm. We're going to find that out. So being exactly. Yeah. It's not explained within that story, is it? Yeah. It wasn't explained in the Halloween apocalypse. No. He appeared again in War of Santarans, kind of just racing through the ten- Temple of Antipas. Yeah. We don't know how he got there, no. where he thought he was, why he and, thought he was doing there, anything. All, but all of know, this is it's, it's this, for later on, isn't it? It is, yeah. And all of this plays to Chibnall's strengths. And absolutely it's it also yeah, it's very storytelling. That's what yeah. it is. And it's very different to anything we've had on, on the show for ever in, in New Who. And so I suppose, you know, in some ways it is a bit of a shock to the system to have something so different. But, um, you know, I think it, it's the kind of thing that if you watched it all in one hit, you know, when it comes out and it's finished, I think it will, it will play brilliantly for anyone who's not quite sort of got it just yet. And, you know, they're finding it a bit puzzling. It's, it's a bit like, um, in a way, The Hundred, I don't know if you've ever watched it, but that show has always got tons going on on it. And right. Watching yeah. it week to week, it, it yeah. moves in a linear fashion, but there's, there's so much happening in it that when you watch it weekly, it can be hard to remember what's gone on three episodes ago and why that's happening and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But when you watch it all in a condensed, uh, you know, binge, almost like, like when I've bought recent series on uh, blu-ray and watched it mm. you get it all a lot better because you're you're more concentrated and you're getting answers quicker and, and following it you know in a, in a better flow so no i don't think it was confusing or you know but you thought it was a bit confusing yes yeah do you mean why? yeah why so, was, was it was it difficult did you find it difficult to follow though yeah I find a lot of things. The thing is, though, I have a really bad habit, and it really annoys me. I tune out, and it actually annoys me because I don't just do it when I get bored. I do all the time, and then I'm suddenly like, "What? Wait, what's going on?" Yeah, this is starting. I find it very hard to concentrate for a whole hour. This this is a post-millennial thing, completely. I think, isn't it? This is a gen. This is becoming short um, attention spans. Yeah, it's becoming um, episodes of the show now where you you can't zone out on it. You know, no, I don't think you can. Too much is happening. I think you enjoyed it though, right? Yeah. Would it be fair the to say you still enjoyed it? Second time round was definitely yeah. better. I mean, I was, I was confused at the beginning. I you definitely know, why, understood it more. Why is Dan here now? Why has he got a division gun? And you know, 
that's something that mm. I've done quite a bit in some Chibnall episodes. There's a bit of a, you know, he's quite, I think it's a bit underappreciated, maybe the sort of mystery element of, of a lot of his stuff where yeah. you don't. Yeah, agreed. What, in, um, in The Woman Who Fell to Earth, you know, what are those electric square things that, that Ryan saw in the sky? What's that oniony looking ship plant thing or whatever it was you know what i mean you you don't get the answers mm. immediately and um you know I, th- I think obviously that kind of goes back to his crime uh sort of background you know because this yeah. in a way this is a whodunit That's yeah just, ex- exactly you know, that it, it is you, you it, watch it um, that, that format yeah you watch and, and when um that doctor is going yeah. out of the time stream and she sees that lady and she's and she's like no the flux isn't natural it's not mm something that is made mm. there it was put there it was used yeah. as a weapon against her so you know What's, it's not that was as, as you were saying that. yeah no yeah. no it's the old lady wasn't it oh the, the white haired one the old yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so um well, if, if we go back a little bit, yeah, we jump forward a lot yeah, there. We'll but then that—that's the nature of this kind of this episode. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think we're probably going to be no, doing that a lot. It's just too much timey wimey, wibbly wobbly stuff. Yeah, oh, you had to wait, didn't you? <laughs> so we um we start we start following the main characters, don't we? In in, in we do, yeah. So you're not sure initially whether it's a, a sort of you know a dream or mm. someone else's memory or their memory, and you know Dan's getting very confused about. You know, why is passenger there? And you know, he's well, always... after a, after a little while, he gets confused. Firstly, he's not confused at all, is he? Because as he's got, so we we see when he's got the two coffee cups, yeah, and um, and he meets what what's her name? Diane. Diane outside where she's coming out of, and he's like, you know, they're having a little chit chat, yeah, that yeah. that sort of thing. And we go from um, they're walking down the high street, and then literally within a frame, they're walking through a sort of yeah, room cathedral yeah. type thing without breaking stride, without breaking the flow of the conversation. Dan doesn't notice. Now we he, notice. He does. Yours. He says he lost his bearings. But after a little while, doesn't he? He stops. Yeah. So he's still talking, talk, 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 and then he stops, and it's like, you know, and she's like, you're right, and then, and then, and then they see the swarmy things, don't they? Yeah. The blue things uh which are, and then suddenly it's it's daytime then it's nighttime they're on the steps yeah she's then giving him a, a you know giving him what for for and that was uh, a nice oh, scene not, that was later on wasn't it no she, oh, she, she didn't have a go at him she she asked him why he wasn't married and um it that's was, it yeah it's later on when she pops out a passenger that she has yeah. a go of him yeah. yeah but now we understand the context for that you know that's yeah. the thing it's like these even within the episode these little setups are there you know the relationship with diane which we we haven't seen her since uh, chapter one. Yeah. I don't think she was in chapter two, was she? No. And she got snatched by angels. She, she had yeah. an angel. Claire. Claire. Oh, Claire. No, Diane went into the house, didn't she? She went into the house with a shiny light and everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The big, spooky, weird house, which may have been a metaphor of, or may have been like Passenger. Oh, my God. Passenger is like a flipping TARDIS, isn't he? Right? Yeah. Because it's got hundreds of thousands of people. Oh, my God. Did you ever read? Um, I just thought of it literally just now, ladies and gentlemen. Any Eighth Doctor fans out there remember Compassion, who was a TARDIS, a human form TARDIS, oh, which is essentially what Passenger idea. is, right? It must be the same sort of technology, mate. It's got to be, isn't it? Do you think that that creepy house in black and white was something to do with him? What, Passenger? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I, if, I, if, he, I mean, if he's turned into oh. if if that bit of um 
Diane going into the house with, with the angel was like going into yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, no, Claire went into the house with the angels. Yeah. Or she was snatched from going... Me. Yeah, I'm confusing me now. Hold on. Wait, 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 again. Claire went into the house. She was stalked by an angel. Yeah. Nabbed her, right? Diane was waiting for Dan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And she thought she heard something, walked down the street a bit, saw this house, opened the door. There was like a big blazing light. Yeah. We don't know what happened to her for that point. But, but now, now we, we know, exactly. Now we know she's in passenger. She's been nabbed that, by someone to see her. Placed in passenger. And as we, we heard them explain when they had the, the flashback to the, you know, the roof dots a bit, passenger contains hundreds of thousands of lives, people, yeah. hostages. And the doctor, the roof doctor, uses them, uses a passenger to smuggle the Maori into the ten- temple of Atropos yeah. and Atropos? defeat the ravagers at yeah. the same time. Right. So so that so passenger is a human form thing that contains lots of other things yeah. in the hundreds and thousands. That to me sounds very much like a TARDIS. And yeah. I just had it in my mind just when I said that a minute ago that that reminded me the eighth doctor um adventure books where compassion, a human form TARDIS was you know, carrying the Doctor and Co. around the universe and had a personality and had some very strange quirks and potentially, at least at the start, we thought she had a sinister agenda and all sorts of things. It was like the idea of a sentient TARDIS taken to another degree. Whereas maybe, because there's references here to the dark times, Mm. right? Um, Was it the whole division thing, you know, Get this um this is the end of your bit boss isn't it you know you do this you can you know you're free or something i think is mentioned you know and it's an end to the dark times we know there's been dark times and gallifrey we've had it referenced plenty of times in the you know in the old series the five doctors particularly and, in, and in um, time, time lord victorious recently yeah there you go see so it is a thing it is a part of gallifreyan history and mm. obviously uh dr ruth was a big part of it the division were a big part of it yeah. the ravagers were part of yeah. it and so was passenger and that technology i think they said it had been outlawed or something wasn't yeah. it you know they using um outlawed technology or something that was banned or whatever it was not allowed in this dimension or this mm. universe or something we don't do the passenger here it's not allowed so yeah. You know, there's lots of stuff. Mate, there is so much to unpick in this single episode. Yeah. It literally fries my brain just thinking about it. It's well, my brain fried. It's steaming. I can see it, it coming out. Steaming. <laughs> yeah, there was, you know, all sorts of bits of kind of plot development and revelations things, plus, you know, the characters were getting moved forward a bit as well, you know. The, the yeah, of, they were. Yeah, well, there, was, there was a lot of great fun to be had as well. I mean, um, what was the bit that, that made me absolutely die? It was um, when 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 Yaz and the Doctor in the police car, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and Jodie <laughs> she played it brilliantly. Yeah, and she said, so I told him, and he told me, and I said this, and he said that, and da 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 da. Anyway, I'm never going in that shop again. I don't even care about Satsumas. <laughs> Brilliant! I love that. They, they they have far too much fun to making this program. Yeah, you you can tell they they really enjoy it all. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. So they they you just start to um, see the doctor with Dan and Yaz and Vinda, but they've all got um, division guns and armor and things, and we keep leaping yeah. backwards and forwards, and we see bits of Vinda's story, and and he's seeing Yaz in the scenario, but it's 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 not her. 
uh, you know, in, in the actuality of it. And um, he's mm. getting a bit puzzled because that's not how it happened. And and and, and now, it, this is interesting because it works within the narrative of everything, but also it was probably a COVID requirement as well. Yeah, yeah very good. I think I'm watching it. For you could tell that um, all of Joe Martin's stuff was, was mm. green screened in and, um, you know, probably because A, they couldn't have her come into set for you know, a day and muck up the bubble of everything and yeah. maybe she logistically couldn't get there. So, and the same with these, um, you know, the guy that, that Yaz was being when, when she was talking to Vinda and stuff. Yes. You know, yeah. so very clever by, by Chibs really to clever. make it work yeah. like that yeah. and, and to fit these production difficulties. So it, it, when those pictures of um, the doctor in her dark coat were revealed, I, you know, I thought, oh, I bet that is uh, her kind of, you know, Jodie going through memories as, as 13. Did you think that? that? Fugitive. Well, or, or it was an evil version of her from another dimension. I thought that's, yeah, that's there was a lot of speculation that it might be, yeah, like a Valyard well, evil doctor type thing. Well, you know, you you know, you say, um, you know, I said, you know, could have been an evil version, but you know, let's let's be honest, fugitive doctor is is not the, uh, you know, she she's pretty mean, it's I pretty think. Direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah and, she's and, quite brutal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I mean, we saw she, she snatched off the, the rhino yeah, horn she, she of the There's no no problem yeah, with it. Done. And and they've said to you know, Swarm said to her, you, you know, you you think that by killing us, you stopping us killing people or something like that. He said your moral Oh, you you kill you kill us to stop us killing other pe- people. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right, something like that, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he you know, the, doc- the doctor does do, you know, they, they do kill people, but they they try to it, it's it's a, it's a grey grey area and a fine line, isn't it? It's not really a kind lot of, of death follows yeah, the doctor. Yes, and it's not way. necessarily murder per se, but it's you know trapping things and and you know punishing them and you know. But but it's always trying. Basically, at the beginning, it's always just clear off and you know we'll forget this has ever happened, and then they refuse, and so you know they got to get their ass kicked. I think I think what we've also got with this one as well, though, is that the fugitive doctor is is very much being forced to work for the division. Yes, mm-hmm. she's the boss because she's referenced to as the boss, but they're also threatening to take her out if these um, what they call them time um, time haze things that they think she's suffering from. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, gonna, and and there is that line which um, Dan, who turns out to be Calvinista, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, because he's got the same weapon, and he phases into the the Calvinista dog figure, and Calvinista, as we know, is the last remaining um, operative yeah, of yeah, the division, yeah. or at least that the Doctor can find, right? Well, so that's interesting because so that's um, a proper link back to that moment. Yeah, but thirteen doesn't was, know that she was pals with him all that time ago. No. Well, she does now. Now she knows, so she can get straight back on the the old old Muttley and and, and have that proper one-to-one to to win. And presumably Calvinista doesn't know, doesn't remember either, Mm. or isn't saying anything. Because I got the feeling, well, I tweeted a theory that maybe Fugitive Doctor has, has, uh, because they said, you know, the flux was made, like like you said, Freya, it was a, uh, you know, a weapon that was created. Somewhere I saw that the flux is a metaphor for COVID coming out of a lab, you know. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Who knows? But um, it it said um, 
you know, few, the, the the flux was was released and, and created, and um, mm. there was some, something that made me think. Well, the implication was that it it came from the fugitive doctor doing something. Did you pick up on that, or have I just misinterpreted? I, I I'm still confused. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think we have enough information, rather, to work out really what the flux is. Probably, no. I think we're starting to get little, yeah, some kind of a weapon. Yeah, or was it like a, a weapon made by time against space, or was it the other way yes. around? Because that, that that was quite an interesting thing, <clears throat> right? So we've had Daleks be Cybermen before, right? That was something Russell T Davies pulled together. Mm. Now we've got space versus time, which is Whoa. quite an interesting. Yeah. For me, it's a more interesting concept, mm. actually. You know, and I think the yeah. implications here is that time always wins, which I suspect it probably does because time time's arrow shoots through everything. You know, everything breaks down. Entropy yeah. can't be reversed, and all that sort of stuff. You know, it's um, you, you drop a glass on a, a, a glass, it smashes on the floor. It can't reassemble no. unless you wind back time. But nothing that we know of has the mastery to enable that to happen. Unless you, but then we deal with a planet called time, where time has been harnessed, where it can be used, where it can be weaponized, where it can be fractured, and within those fractures, angels can dip in to kind of upset things, introduce chaos, and turn things to their own advantage. Oh my goodness, mate! There is so much going on in this episode. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> either, Chibs either, either, a, either he's a mad genius. And he's planned all of this out, or he's really lucky, and it's all <laughs> making. Yeah, and it's all just making it all up. I, I think it's, 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 it's imagination, more. isn't it? You know, this, this is why I I get on because I, I I won't say that I dislike having things spelled out to me. I, I do yeah. like the comfort of having this means whatever it is, and yeah, this is yeah. the story, and everybody does this, and you know, if the story's good enough, that that's fine. You know, that that's everyday type stuff, and. You know, it can either be good or bad. It could be plain. It could be boring. Or it could be really exciting. Yeah. But what is more exciting to me, as personally, is when they mix it up. You know, I, I'm sure I've said either on this podcast or on our or on our MCU podcast that one of my favourite ever um, pieces of television is is a singing detective by Dennis Potter. In fact, any pretty much any Dennis Potter work, you know, but the singing detective particularly because it it it, it is the refinement of a particular type of puzzle box narrative where people people's memories that aren't that aren't reliable anyway in the first place mm. are called upon within the narrative to provide the impetus for things to happen you know things that happen because i remember this you know this thing that happened years ago but actually it only happened from in that way to one person yeah. that same event from another person's perspective happened in a completely different mm -hmm. way and that's almost kind of i think where we're sort of mm -hmm. treading here yeah. And, yeah. and you know you've got things that are half remembered you've got things that are actually experienced you've got things that happened in the past affecting things that happen now and potentially in the future but we don't know how those pieces all connect at first and we won't until we get to some point much much later yeah. in the story you know, this is this is that place where the puzzle box is all up in the air. You know, we've had the ground, we know there's an apocalypse, we know the flux is a dangerous thing, we don't know what it is. We've had the Santarans trying to trying to get in on the act, trying to use it to their advantage to wage a war on time and do do their sort of thing. And in the meantime, we've got the TARDIS sort of breaking itself mm -hmm. apart, becoming something of a cubist or Isha, you know, kind of nightmare yeah. sort of stuff. We got so we got far too many, we got too much input 
We don't at the moment know how to assemble all that into something that can fully make sense. We can see pieces of it that make piecemeal that, that's sense. That's the joy of it, I think. You know, that yeah, definitely. They haven't done any, there's never been an arc this dense and layered on it. And, and I think it's, yeah, I, I don't think it's an arc as such. I like you said, Jeff. It's one story yeah. told. That, that's, in six yeah, that's, that's the word. It's, it's literally a story, and uh, I, I think that's brilliant. I'm I'm loving that. You know, we we don't know where it's going to go and what's going to happen, and you know, who's to say that parts of this don't will will finish by the end of flat. Well, indeed, yeah. Chapter six yeah. might not be the end, might yeah. it? It might go on. We got the specials afterwards. Three more to to come. Um, there's there's um there's so much to to talk about in this. I I want to say that um I think in uh, in Jodie's Doctor Chibs has has given us a Doctor that's had more um, dramatic uh, moments and more development and things to challenge and, and push them than than any other Doctors had before. Mm, would you agree with that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser, one of those moves today, aren't you? Yeah. Just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, just agree with me. Agree with me. So, well, I this probably all right, anyway. I found weird when they were in like the memory stuff. Stuff. So, like, Yaz wasn't really sure what was happening. She knew something was going wrong because she kept on seeing the Doctor change yeah. into the people she knows, and then the Doctor was coming back, and then the Doctor did end up explaining it to her. So she knows it through that. And Dan knows something is a bit off, but like the doctor does come to him. Whereas with Finder, he's like, Yaz is there, but this isn't how Yaz is. Wait, I'm, this is a memory. He seems to figure it out a bit more Good than point. Dan and Yaz. Well, so he's, he's like, Yeah, he's, he's like, not just, yeah, he's, he's used, well, he's, I think, from the division and he's got, yeah, um, you know, experience. Finder's from the division. Yeah. Do you? Well, in, unequivocally. Yeah. Do you think that as well? What's the division? Oh my goodness. We're off, right? Where 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 the fugitive Doctor Ruth comes oh, from? Oh right, you it's know, not the, a name. The secret organisation, Reynolds, secret Gallifrey, baddie, busting yeah, yeah. bunch yeah. of and yet. And that yeah, the doctor did come to Vinda and she was kind of floating. He was like, Don't mind me. I'm not I'm not interrupting, but Vinda is constantly saying, Don't make me relive this, don't make me relive yeah. this. Well he's obviously had something um awful happen with um the, the yeah. serpent, they kept calling it, and he he ended up um whistleblowing effectively, didn't he? The head of the and got banished. It's almost through. like Vinda was trying to break through, whereas Daniels didn't really they knew something was off, but they didn't know I how and they didn't know what yeah, was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it seems a bit more sort of clued in, um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, but again, then Bell also, says that they fought Daleks together. They fought Daleks together, you know, yeah. they know And um, also, Vinda says as well, is that a TARDIS? Yeah, and so he, he knows what that is. And he goes, yeah. 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 So it may be there, maybe you're right, maybe he's not um, in... Well, he could still be in, Divi in the Division, but in, that, still be. Yeah. in, in yeah. that adventure on um, Atropos, that may be the first time he's, um, you know, encountered... Uh, you but was that actually Vinda in Atropos, though? Or was that in... just the Doctor saying that, that lad? Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Well done. I was going to say, was she it, was it, was it that Vinda? Lad, <laughs> that lad, I haven't even met yet. <laughs> yeah. But then, um, would it be that lad? Because Joe, because um, the Doctor hasn't met him. Well, that's the thing. It, 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 the 
the, she's um, had no interaction with him. No, you're right. So she's barely met him in the in the present day and in the fugitive doctor timeline. Dan is Carvanista. Yaz is that tall bald guy. I'm assuming. Yeah. And we don't really know who. But we don't know if Fender is Fender or if Fender is actually somebody it, it, else. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of assuming it is. But yeah. actually, you you you're. Right. Well, that, that's the thing, though, and, and that, that's why I love all these questions because I I, I, I didn't assume Vinder was was actually Vinder in that because none right. of the others were. So I thought, well, maybe he's a kind of a fake well, face. That's well. what I thought, but then there was so much sort of confusion about it that I was like, mm. I'm not really sure now. Um, and um, <laughs> uh, what was I just going to say? Oh, and Belle, who, who's yeah. Belle? Oh, um, we haven't even talked about Belle yet. Have no, we? she started badass. the story. Now I, I don't. So people are saying all oh, that. She said. Um, when she was trying to call Vinder, or maybe maybe he might look different, and people were like, oh, he's regenerated. He, they're obviously the doctor's parents. <laughs> well, you, you didn't say that, but did then, you? No, because she has the... Um, she just means hologram? maybe... Yeah. Maybe, she just means... And he looks like Vinder. Maybe mm. he's cut So whenever they meet him, he's older. Yeah, exactly. I, I, don't, I think that's... that's you know, reading too much into it. I mean, it. I'm quite fortunate. I look exactly the same as I did when I was 18. <laughs> Yeah, you do. Yeah, I was just a very old-looking eighteen-year-old. Is that why your your webcam keeps going out of focus? To yeah, that's it. Exactly truth. that. Yeah, it's trying to reconcile me now with with, with yeah. when I was in my teens. <laughs> it has trouble. I don't have any trouble with that at all, actually. Works what, for me. Sorry, did, I digress. Uh, did you like the little Dalek cameo? Ah, oh, yeah, that was. Uh, I, I had to grab hold of your wrist, didn't I? Just, yeah, he gets yeah, slapping me. Yeah, like, well, that was unexpected, Alex. and they were floating yeah, was on the crust of ground. <laughs> Just, they were great as well, weren't they? I mean, obviously CGI floating. Daleks, floating yeah. Daleks, but again, you know, it's good CGI. They sort of went behind the branch of the little twiggy yeah. trees things. They sort of appeared out. The lighting was pretty good. And I have to say, actually, just on that subject, I thought the CGI in the, in this in this one was. It, it was ambitious, I think. Whether it whether it quite reached yeah. the level of its ambition doesn't matter. You know, so, it was ambitious. There were some think, big shots going on in there. Oh, there yeah. was like armies of Cybermen. That, yeah, you know, yeah. We, we got a couple of seconds of the Crimean Sontaran army, yeah. right? And we got a couple of seconds of a massive cyber yeah, army. Huge number, seven billion. So know, I think there's I been think, um, a lot of really nice stuff in here. So, like, there was a shot with Bell. That where... space station, that gateway station yeah. type thing that yeah. Vinder was looking out of. Right, this must be, right? We can probably check this out. Somebody will know this, but I think this must be the most effects heavy, or this must be the, the one episode of Doctor Who since forever that has required the most CGI work. Yeah. Because so it was, it was I, I got I've got a couple of thoughts here on this. So um, on, remember when people said... Well, series 12, they were just stuck on Earth all the time. I don't that, but I'll take your word for it. Chibnall's like, meh, look at this. And now... Wait till you see what I've got planned. And um, <clears throat> I think you're right. This The, the effects work in this is extremely heavy um, and also really good. Like there was a shot with Belle where she mm. was looking um, out at the trees and the, and the flux particles were wishing around. There was a great big planet in the sky in the yes, background. there was, yeah, which didn't yeah. need to be there, right? Didn't need to be there, but it, it was to be there, but perfectly it was there. integrated. And um, as well, you had to sort of... Yeah, I didn't notice it immediately. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the armies of Cybermen, um, the, you know, all the space station stuff, and um, I think... Grading the filter on the, you know, on the, on the, on the, the image itself, you know, it's sort of purpley or orangey. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's all, um, it's all something. And, and when they were walking on the um, surface of the planet to, to go to the temple, um, I thought it was really well done. The, the, the backgrounds were 
you know, the big rocks and everything. And yeah, I thought, I thought it was, I mean, you know, with these things, right, we can always sort of look at them and say, well, they could have done a better job on that, you know, but Do to you know, be honest, I, I don't think I don't that watch, I don't watch Doctor Who for the for the special effects, right? No. Because in the seventies, it was all cardboard, toilet roll, <laughs> tubes, and toothpaste, and blokes Bubble with cigarettes right. hanging from their mouths, balancing stuff on strings. Yeah. If you can cope with that, you can cope with you know but, CGI that isn't quite at the standard of a, of the latest Star Wars or Marvel yeah. film. That, that, that's this the is a fraction of the budget. Yeah, I don't think it's bad CGI. If you if you look I at think those, it's pretty darn good CGI. If, if you look at the planet and stuff, the design on it is great. The the yeah. rendering and all of that you know artistry on it is brilliant. And, and yes, it's, it's perhaps, you know, in some shots, particularly like the ones where the Doctor was falling through the, the sort of purpley blue time thing. It's obviously green screened. But, 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 but it's so Doctor Who, though, isn't and it? I yeah. think <laughs> but how else when... is it going to be done? Do you know what I mean? And like the, the, the background effects are well done, but it's just that it, it, it's trying to do something very ambitious with visual effects that, mm. that, that a TV budget can't. I don't think even with the shots of the doctor like in the time stream as she's talking to the mirror and like in between all the switching of different people's memories and stuff mm. I don't think that needed to be good CGI it it looked fine it, it wasn't bad CGI yeah, it, just, it, was fun as well, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't it? perfect and it no. just fit the whole mood and tone of yeah, it that it think... wasn't great yeah, I think you're right. It, it it does what it needs to do narratively. And do you know what? Mm. I'd rather we had amazing looking alien planets than amazing f- f- vortex fluff. Or whatever. <laughs> you know? and, and they've chosen to spend their money wisely. And also another thought I had mm. watching it is, so we've got you know quite a lot of retur- returning monsters. <clears throat> and I think narratively yeah. that's all... Uh, justified and working really nicely but it's probably also uh, a budget thing and a covid thing we got already got the right yeah, yeah you know so we can bring well, back yeah. in and you know yeah, and, I, yeah. and i don't think it's a bad thing because i'd rather we still got the costumes from last season in, in yeah. the box and, and, and the rather, they redesigned it i think the we've got them and, and swarm and everything well. and i must say i i really like the design on previous swarm mm. before the you know the new oh one. yeah that's the point. yeah because it was old school swarm wasn't it yeah you know it, um do you remember when he was in the halloween apocalypse and he was tied to the mm. big oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he looked different before yeah, he's renewed he's more um kind of old and sort of jaggedy um yeah, bony. and yeah bony and then in the new one he's more kind of crystalline and, and sleek and, yeah and, i liked and, him when he's like um dan lewis dan lewis yeah, yeah. I have something of yours. Oh, yeah, he's, he plays it brilliantly, yeah. Yeah, both um, of your form, they're just fabulous. Yeah, the, so the design on them is, is brilliant. So, it's everything, most, it's the way they move, the way they yeah. talk and just command the stage they're on. Yeah, they're oh, clearly having a great time with it as absolutely. well. All of it, yeah, and I love them. Um, I think Jodie, yeah. well, I think everyone's doing a great job, but particularly in this mm. episode, you know, she was on, on fire. I mean... She was on fire. Lots of little things, like when she was being fugitive, Doctor, the way she walked was different. She had yeah, a bit of a swagger. 
Hell, yeah, I saw that her uh, talking about that on um, you know video uh, today, and yeah, held herself up for it. Had a little bit of swagger going yeah. on, and then you know, like you guys mentioned earlier, when she was saying, you know, tell me, you know, tell me more, and, you know, she's absolutely mm. desperate to know desperate. who yeah, she is, yeah. what's happened, and this yeah. goes back to what I was saying that mm. you know, obviously with with the other doctors, not, this isn't a criticism, but it, I think it's it's I'm loving seeing this much kind of dramatic stuff going on because you know Gallifrey blowing up happened before mm-hmm. you know we saw nine and, and it was an event that kind of you know it, it informed the the doctor you know nine and ten particularly but it, it didn't happen to them uh, you know on on screen and it wasn't oh, really the day of the doctor that there was any real kind mm. of dealing with it in in a way yeah um, good point and, yeah. and you know in in the p- past seasons you know, the doctor is largely the same at the beginning and the end. And, and um, you know, there's there's bits. I always remember the bit with um, the doctor's daughter where the doctor's holding the gun and he's, he's you know, contemplating shooting the guy. And it's a really strong moment, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the end of Waters of Mars and stuff. But it's just, do you know what I mean? It's quite brief moments that don't have any kind of lasting impact particularly, whereas all of this timeless child okay. stuff is, um, you know, shaping the whole character. And, and, if like... and if you think about it from the doctor's point of view, it must be really horrible and almost like torturous. I don't even know if that's a word, but you it's know, is, is it? <gasps> Fun. It, it is and now. Like, just to not know that much about your past, yeah. to have this massive gap, like even though she's really old, you know, not going to remember everything, mm. but to have a, such a big gap that you didn't even know existed, like I don't know, a couple of years ago or however long ago it was, I don't remember, and um, to not know about it and to only have just found out about it and to suddenly get a glimpse into mm, it and mm. you'll want to know more you'll crave to know more yeah and particularly when the stuff is not um necessarily in line with how the doctor you know yeah. wants to be yeah, yeah it know. doesn't fit the narrative so yeah. she knows yeah. something <clears throat> it's a bit, bit like you know the war doctor not using the name doctor because it doctor, wasn't yeah. fitting yeah. Of, of you know that persona so i, I think it's, do you not agree with me on on that paul Oh no, I, I I do agree with you. Yeah, I I, I do. Um, although I think maybe I think maybe you're sort of underselling Ten's little character moments slightly because I think they're 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 quite telling. Up, I, I think they're maybe a little bit better than maybe you're giving them credit for. But that, that's... yeah, no, I think you're right. He he, you know, because he's 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 my second favorite Doctor. Um, Is he? <laughs> yeah. You, you um, do have a tier of favorite Doctors and favorite well, favorite to work. I, I enjoy oh, them all really, but um, yeah, but you, you rank know. them. Uh, I don't really like doing the ranking thing because I don't feel yeah, like yeah. really bad. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. He he did have a lot of um, you know brilliant moments like the end of Waters of Mars is, is outstanding, um, and and his bit with um, you know Wilf at the end of time, you know yeah, he, he all that stuff about the, yeah. yeah, the four knocks was built up, and the whole time you thought oh, it's going to be it, it was. Really, but really I, really I think that there is a big difference, like you said, with with the thirteenth Doctor though, um, and she reminds me. Now, she reminds me more of the... Well, okay, so here's the thing. She, I mean, ever since Jodie was cast as a doctor and, and very ever since the, 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 her, first, her first story, The Woman Who Felt the Worth, I mean, I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's been having strong Fifth Doctor vibes. You know, there's a very similar... There's a kind of um, a charming sort of innocence. Not Innocence is the wrong word. There's... Um, there's, I mean, I mean, for 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 thirteenth Doctor, she starts off in the woman who felt worth as somebody who wants to have friends, yeah. which is actually in a lot of ways quite undoctorish. 
Mm. The Doctor is is a bit of a, a lone ranger to a lot of to us, or at least would like people to think he is. Certainly, yeah. the Twelfth Doctor, Doctor is a bit was, of a lone yeah. ranger, right? Now. I can't yeah. do with anybody. Get my wig, get mm. my fist, and all that sort of thing. Whereas the Thirteenth Doctor is also a complete antithesis. Of that she wants mm. to have mm. friends. She wants to show that she has compassion. Right? That she, was one of the first things. Be, exactly, it's one of the first things that was said. And she wants we, to be. She's just be a traveler. That's how she describes herself. To Graham and um, and 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 Yaz and um, uh, Ryan, you know she's she's just a traveller. That's all she wants to be. She wants to start afresh. You know she's being renewed. Just you know all that baggage, it's gone. I'm just mm. me. I'm just a traveller. You know, a mad woman in a box. And you want to come with me? Yeah, okay. We have some times. You're going to change, but it's going to be a lot of fun. You know. And uh, and and for the whole of series eleven, it pretty much is. So yeah. We get those. Yeah. Little knocks, they're, they're not massive, but there are little knocks to a character. You know, the first time the childless, uh, the timeless child is, is is mentioned, you know, the time when she goes into the, it's the, the desolation, um, isn't it? With the yes, um, that's it. yeah, the um, yes, that's that, that's thing, yeah, in yeah. the ghost monument, yeah. And when in, it takes you away, there's that little yeah. pocket universe, can't remember what it's called, but there's all that. And then in season 12, her, her world gets absolutely yeah. rocked, but she tries to continue, right? And then suddenly, you know, um, Ryan and Graham decide they, you know, they're not going to stick around now, they've kind of completed their journeys, they're, they're doing their own thing. And then now, suddenly in 13, we haven't had a character ripped to pieces, you know, yeah. the master effectively destroyed her, or at least attempted to destroy yeah. her. He thought the whole time the child revelation was going to destroy her she didn't it actually made her stronger yeah but you know nonetheless he threw something into her world that absolutely rocked it like Fred said to the very core it was torturing her yeah. not knowing where what, what this gap was the fact it was even the fact that it even existed you know to think that there were so many other doctors before the first time yeah. she could remember yeah. being a doctor that's not right that's like yeah. you know suddenly i don't know what that's like but it's it's well, you're right right so what what shocker you know you to shocker torturous yeah shocking word. torturous shocking, shocking torturous but it yeah. is isn't it and i and i do but think that... but now but now i'm sorry i just remembered where i was actually going with this right <laughs> so now we get scenes in 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 this episode right where she's snapping at yaz yeah. where like you guys said she's desperate right to find out more to have more of these um snapshots of, of this life that she can't remember yeah. so she can try and fit it into her narrative and, and come to terms with it and figure out who the hell she it really is and where she comes from and yeah. the, you know we started this series with a really nice banter between the doctor and yaz that seems to have gone by the end of yeah. this chapter this episode right yaz is kind of giving her space i think you know she seems like she's a bit upset by the way the doctor's talking to her but she's given her space and the doctor is taking that and sniping at it you know so there's and i love that i love the the sort of conflict be, mm -hmm. you know between them and it's got, going back to the fifth doctor thing the fifth doctor was always mm -hmm. grumpy yeah. with his companions yeah. Yeah. you know always spent the whole time every episode thinking almost like we never why were seven with these yeah. losers you, you, you <laughs> never knew if if he was really friendly <laughs> with them and, and exactly um, but he yeah. was a very compassionate doctor yeah. nonetheless right it was so with the fifth doctor it was almost like he was you know he was put in the front of being snappy yeah, and, yeah. and and everything else and impatient and actually but actually he secretly cared he did for, care, yeah. for, for adric and tegan and turlo and this one and the others and actually he did because the death of adric affected him massively throughout yeah. the whole rest of you know that whole thing and even you know when you look at the cyberman encounters the 12th doctor loses bill bill ends up yeah. as a cyberman she has a which, which 13 references and, and 13 in villa diodati again yeah. she is not going to lose anybody to, to no. the cyberman and that passion 
that energy, that hurt and that pain comes right out in 13's voice in that moment, that scene, yeah. which, and it's absolutely chilling. And Jodie plays those scenes yeah, so brilliantly. So she can switch from being light and funny <clears throat> and ridiculous to as dark as Tennant on his darkest yeah. days, even more so. You know, she, she's got the range. There is no two ways about it. And it's no. such a shame that she's leaving us shortly because yeah. it's all, it feels like she's just getting into a stride. Yeah. You know? I wonder where the, they're going to take the character. You know, I guess the there's, um, you know, darkness before the dawn, and I, I suspect there'll be... Yeah, uh, that's probably where we're at, I think. Perhaps. Yeah, re revelations and, and things from, um, you know, the, the, the timeless child and the, the fallout of that. But I would like to think it will end up working... Um, in in her favour to make her stronger and, and bounce back from it. I, I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah, because that that's the thing that we we all <clears> got to face. <throat> you know, we all go through things in life, and there's two ways we can. You know, we can. I, I say, you know, it's, you let it's it not always easy. Or, you know, yeah, you you take these things and you absorb them. You know, they become part of you. You know, the mm. pain, the tragedy, the losses, the happiness, the successes. You have got to take them all in. They inform your character and they they inform how you approach things in life. And that's kind of what the doctor's doing. But obviously, the doctor is a cosmic being, so these things have to happen on a cosmic scale. Yeah, They've got to be massive. Yeah. The universe itself, reality itself, has to be the thing that's at stake. And I'll tell you what, for me. This feels, all right, yes, it's sci-fi fantasy, it's all made up and everything else, but it has a much more, or it feels to me more grounded and more realistic, mm. you know, in quotations, than something like, and I'm, I'm sorry, I know I'm going to upset a lot of people here, but, you know, Journey's End, the reality bomb, you know, Davros and, you know, that that whole thing, yeah. which I love. I love that story. You love everything. I do. It's Doctor Who, you know, I love it all, really, right? But this felt, this felt like a bigger threat. This is yeah. a, a Legopolis-style threat, you know, literally the universe, there is a credible way for something to end the yeah. universe yeah. now, you know. It's yeah, it's all made up, but it feels yeah. Well, that's the thing. But within the within right. it, you know, you you can believe it all, um, and and yes, it does. There is a real threat to it, and and I, I think you know the flux itself and swarm and Azura, you know, mm. they are, uh, you know, horrible characters. You know, they, 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 they are, are genuinely, nasty. yeah, nasty and, and scary. Um, now I'm aware of the the, the length that we've um, been chatting for. Oh, we knew this was going to be a long one. We it's did, a big yeah. Episode. Well, I'm not, I'm not quite finished yet, but we do have some comments to um, get <laughs> through in a minute. So, um, all throughout the episode, and and um, we've seen them previously. Mm. The angels have been uh, sort of stalking Yaz, um, oh, yeah. and, and I quite enjoyed her smacking one on the head with a PlayStation or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. um, but then one of them's gotten into the TARDIS um, at, the, mm. at the end. Taken over. Now, what? Yeah, what a cliffhanger again. What's it doing there? And you know, Jeff, how did how did it get there? And the image of an angel is an angel. Yeah. And I can see something. Whatever you do, don't blink. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when you get a oh. shot of an angel, I don't know if it's just me, but seriously, yeah. I don't blink. You don't blink. No. You can't freak out. Because I want to know. I, right. First, I did it because I wanted to see how hard it would be. Because everyone seems to fail. <laughs> and I'm like, it can't be that hard. To not blink. To not blink. It is hard when so you I, think so I do it, it every time an angel comes. And now yeah. it's just got to habit. It's got to habit that you don't blink. That's, don't that's blink. a good defense mechanism. Mm. But did it also, I've got to tell you this as well, Jeff, right? So, because so, you know your mum, she she turned my issue of DWM, Doctor Who magazine, around on its 
She, she, oh yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> Fraser's mum, my lovely wife, right? She saw my Doctor Who magazine face up in, uh, you know, just on on the, on the table in our bedroom, and she's like, oh, "I can't be looking at that." She turned it over. <laughs> yeah, there's Jenny instead on the back. And um, my sister, she's like literally watched one Doctor Who episode, and she watched it in school, and it, it was, was an blink, angel one. Yeah, it was, well, um, and she's so scared she, of them. She freaks. She can't. She can't watch Doctor Who as a result of that. No, really, she? I, I explained. I explained about the angels to my son and um, when this one's DWM came and he, he saw the picture of the angel on the front, he said, oh, look, and he, he was staring at it. I caught him staring at it. <laughs> and, I, and I said, oh, look, you know, here, guy. I said, you know, look at it. And I, I held yeah. it up and I said, don't blink. And he, he eventually <laughs> blinked. I bashed him in the face. <laughs> you moved him closer. Bastards. That's just rude. There was, um, it'll probably still be there, but I was on um, Snapchat a couple of weeks ago and they had a filter and it was a. Oh, yes, I saw that. I did it with you. Did you do it with me? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, I did. I must have failed. No, you did it really well. You passed it. I did. I do remember it. Yeah. So, um, following that cliffhanger, I'm kind of expecting next week's episode to be quite, um, you know, horror film. Style it yeah. looks from the trailer, it looks fabulous. It's, yeah. it's what is it set in the sixties? I think it's got also, a real yeah. yeah. Got, you, what was that? What was that? Um there was one in, in, there. in the eleventh doctor, I think. Was it Hyde? Yes, Hyde, which happened yeah. in the Yeah, the ghosty house, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this seems to have quite a fami- mm. similar sort of feel to it, at least from the trailer anyway. We'll find yeah. out, yeah. won't we? We'll find from, out. Um so let me uh, let me go over to our comments from um <clears throat> from our listeners so um our pal uh multiverse of mikeness who's at hey, Mike. Mike wilson he said i loved it personally i'm having no problem keeping up except where it's obvious we're not meant to know things yet epic sci-fi mm-hmm. ideas proved a lot of my theories right from the timeless children and i thought the acting was brilliant yet again fab cliffhanger yeah. um our friend lautaro medina who's at doc lautaro he says, crazy episode full of twists and turns. I really loved how it jumped through the timelines. Great weeping angel stuff. <clears throat> Jodie delivers a great performance as usual, and Belle steals mm. the episode. Um, and then... Yeah, oh, love Belle. Yeah, she was really cool, quite quite a friendly character, and so it'd be interesting to find out um, more, more about her. Um, Salty Space Ghost, who is at Salty Girl, which is G double. R, a triple R, L, well, says classic. There's a lot to unpack episode, loving it. More and more questions popping up as the weeks go by. I agree that Belle is iconic, and the most iconic scene was Jodie falling through the time storm. Yes, it was cheesy, but it was time-honoured cheese. That's what you were saying. Time. Proper yeah, cheese. That's, that's Good cheese. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And um, Salty Space Ghost has put a gif of... Um, uh, Jody falling uh, against Tom Baker falling into blackness. Which... Yeah, there you go from Planet of Evil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Fluxing woman in a TARDIS, who's at Jody's TARDIS thirteen, says absolutely amazing look into the Doctor's past with the Division. Great to see mm. Joe Martin again. The supporting characters are brilliant, and I can't wait to see where the story takes us. Um, and then Marco, who's at Osu Marco, says, great episode. Love seeing the Fugitive Doc again. Dan and Vinda's backstories were great. So Mike Honor, at Mike Honor, he says, uh, love last night's 
episode exposition heavy yes and some questionable cgi but it also gave us some answers set up more questions a clever use mm. of flashbacks guest stars and surprises tubers is still surprising and exciting me Absolutely. jody and joe were on fire and then he quote uh tweeted himself and he said i'm not loving how prickly doc is with yaz or that doc mm. and haven't had a chance to bond and so i've seen a few people say that they were upset that the doc snapped at yaz um uh, yeah. reaction yeah it is and well you know Yaz pushed the doctor in um in a revolution of the Daleks after she got out of space jail mm. because she'd been gone for so long and and you know you don't like to see people that that like each other and that you like uh fight and argue but it's a you know it's drama and it wouldn't be as interesting if oh Oh, they just, you know, they've had a lovely time again today. Exactly. You said they were like a married couple. I did say that. <clears throat> yeah. And no, um, like Sometimes you hurt the people you care about the most. And, well, and that's realize. it, yeah. Because and, and you're so familiar with them. You, yeah. You, you don't, you don't realise they're an extension of you. Control. And, you know, the Doctor is, um, you know, going through her own thing here, trying to find out you know, who she is and, and doesn't think that Yaz will understand. And Yaz is wanting to help and things. So they're, they're inadvertently pushing each other away. Mm. Um, you know, uh, but I think it will all come right in the end. So I hope so. But you know, it's it's all part of. I mean, conflict drives drama a lot. Yeah. You know, and and yes, it's it, it is nice to have happy, friendly things, uh, happy, friendly relationships, particularly in the TARDIS, because you know, you get they, if they're if they're always spiky, they're going to get tiresome again. Sort of thinking yeah. a few times with the Fifth Doctor. You know, those endless um, arguments just got a, a little bit too much on occasion, yeah. but they did nonetheless drive a lot of the drama. You know, yeah. some of the best well, that's it, yeah. I love Earthshot so much. You know, there's yeah. a real conflict between the Doctor and Adric at the start of it, and at the end mm. of it, Adric makes a, a big sacrifice, you know, and it affects the Doctor deeply. And I love it when they... You did watch that one. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love it when they pull these things out. You know, it's... They're great friends. I mean, I love the TARDIS team of Ryan, Yaz, and uh, and, and Graham. You know, they, they found a really happy place, but yeah. it had to... I didn't. I didn't forget his name. I'm just a little bit slow. But it had to change, you know, and and, the, and what changed was that Yaz and the Doctor became closer. We saw that at the start of Chapter 1. But now that that's starting to kind of fray a little bit at the edges. And because I think, they're so close, I think. Yeah. I think that's, that's what and, it is. And they're going through an extremely difficult um, situation here. And I think yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. Doctor hasn't had much chance to bond with Dan because he has been thrown into this. Um and they haven't, he's, they he's taken it on to Chindo, hasn't he? He he's has, done all yeah, very well. Yeah. But they haven't had a chance to have a sit down and a, you know, a cup of tea. And, no, you know, they haven't. Yeah. But that will come, I'm sure. It will. I'm um, sure it will. So, for me, um, another cracking yes. episode in the flux. An astonishing episode. Astonishing. Absolutely yeah, astonishing. Oh, yes. Yeah, Freya's said, what's the thing about Bell? With the thing. What's it called? Tigby. Oh, the tick. The, the, the tick. What? Tick? Tigby. Tigby, is it a Tigby? Oh, the little, um, the little Tamagotchi. Yeah, type yeah, 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 yeah. Which, which struck me watching it the second time today is like a communication with her babe, her unborn baby. Mm, That's yeah, what I thought you know, transmitting love and little messages and little positive things, vibes to and fro. You know, yeah, that, that, that That's really exactly sweet. what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Didn't de- I? Didn't get it the first time around, but yeah. when we watched it today, I saw it and went, oh, yeah, that's. It's what it is. Yeah. yeah I love that. Love yeah. that little thing. There's a bigger story here. And I do you know you realise now that we're actually halfway through it? We've only got the same number of episodes to go and then it's finished. Yeah. Stop trying to eat me. <laughs> 
Well, on that note, we should probably say goodbye. And we'll be back next week for The Village of the Angels. Oh, yeah. Can't wait, that one. That's going to be weird. That's going to be like Midwich Cuckoos type of thing, but with Weeping Angels. (gasps) Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Those old Quatermass type vibes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And more revelations. More revelations. More story. So, thanks, um, as always, for listening, everyone, and for everyone who's tweeted us in. Thank you. We appreciate it. And um, we'll catch you... So thanks, Freya. Thanks for joining us. And um, we'll catch you next time on Who C2C. Yay. See you next time. You know, Bye. Jeff, behind you. Don't blink. Paul, there's something at the window. It looks like an angel. Oh, my God. It's got closer. Paul! Yeah, okay. You do that. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.